Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini, founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr, as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. The most important thing is that we're talking about the five principles holding students back from embodying the practice. And that is inclusivity, intimidation, fear, showing up for yourself and finding the right teacher. And so we're gonna power through these and I'm gonna give you some life work at the end, as well as a very special discount code for our yoga teacher training that's coming up, which I'll always include at the end for you all that are sharing and loving and participating in these talks with me each and every week. And so, this week, this show, we are still focused on yoga is not a performance. And and I want to share, and I want this to be interactive. So if you have questions and you want to DM me and you want to send me information, please do so by all means. I want to hear from you. Um, and also any of your feedback, any of your insights that you're receiving from this material that I'm sharing with you each week. And so we focus on yoga not being a performance because last episode we talked about our roles as yoga teachers of creating an inclusive nature, not uh, over demonstrating poses that we know our students are not able to get to at this point based on the class that we're teaching. We don't want our students to feel intimidated in any way, shape or form. And that's why I wanna circle back to focusing on these five points because students tend to feel this way, especially like Victoria. Victoria writes, it's so true. I've tried to participate in a yoga session before and I quit a quarter of the way through it because the poses were impossible for me and it was a beginner's class. I don't even know what type of yoga it was. All I know is that I left and never looked back. And I really want us to receive this as how how did we feel when we went to our first yoga class? Did we feel intimidated? Did we feel included? Did we feel like it was a community? Or did we feel like Victoria? And for those of us that are still practicing and those of us that are still moving forward and are now yoga teachers and business owners and so on and so forth, how did you overcome that? And I'd like to share this few experiences of my own with you and hopefully it will inspire someone um, so that they too can feel that sense of inclusivity, that sense of embodying what they're there to do and that's to show up for themselves. It's there to, to give themselves to their mat and allow all the energy to move through them. Yoga is 
there's a difference between the state of yoga and the practice of yoga. And we practice yoga to attain the state of yoga, which is the state of samadhi or enlightenment or bliss body or that bliss experience so that we reestablish and enliven the intelligence of our own body. And by doing that and, and creating that cosmic connection, we need to find the inclusivity. And so inclusivity, let's let's bring it back to the first time that we've experienced this in a yoga class. And also, where did you go from there? So for me, my experience was I went to a Bikram yoga class. My best friend took me and I wore, she didn't tell me what to wear. She just told me we're going to yoga. And so I'm thinking yoga is this like really airy, spacious, very calm and so I'm wearing like really all black and long sleeve heavy um, shirt and pants long pants nothing else underneath so it's not like I could just peel off these layers and I am in a room that's heated to 108 degrees <laughs> and I had no I had no water with me I had no nothing with me um, I thought I was going to die and maybe many of you probably went to Bikram class before and probably felt the same way. I even kind of sort of low key blacked out and I, and they were like, oh, you got to come down to your knees. And so I'll tell you what though, I left feeling completely different. And it was after that class that I wanted to continue pursuing this world of yoga but I also learned a lot. First, don't wear that much clothes. Second, always have at least two to three bottles of water with you in that class. Bring extra towel and a towel to layer over your yoga mat because it will slip and fall all over the place. So I learned a lot in that class. However, comma, I also learned that there's, this was kind of like my segue into the leader into um, my addiction of yoga and going to vinyasa classes and power yoga classes and restorative classes and yin classes and aerial yoga and pole and all whatever everything I could do that had yoga attached to it um, and that was in the beginning for me and I was just learning and being guided and I did ashtanga I did um, jivamukti kundalini you name it it's been there I've done that got the t-shirt and in that experience I also noticed that a lot of the more seasoned practitioners looked like they were like Olympic tryout gymnasts. And I felt really intimidated in a lot of the classes that I went to. And I started to feel like I was just totally out of my league and that I started putting some self-doubt. And really it was when I did a training with Ms. Kino McGregor that I learned that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And when Kino said that when her first class that she ever went to as a Nashtangi, she was flopping around on the mat like a fish and now look at her. And that was like all the motivation that I needed. And so I hope like even that one comment of like her first class being her flopping around on the fish and everyone else is like flowing magically. And you know, as, as well as myself is, you know, give it another chance. Give it another chance because I felt like you and I'll tell you, it, it took me a couple of tries 
until I got to the space where I felt included and I felt that I can show up for myself there and we'll get to that. Um, and so if you feel like Victoria or myself in the time, I would love to hear from you and hear about what your experience and what your struggles and what your challenges were with that. And the next is intimidation. And we tend to focus on what they are doing versus what we are doing for ourselves. And so, like I said before, I looked around and everybody looked like they were doing a gymnastics, Olympic gymnastics tryout. And I really need to remember that I need to focus on myself. And for example, when I was in Florida, I used to practice at Colony Yoga when I lived there. And there was a gentleman that came in and he was all, you know, done up in his workout gear and he had his little sweatband on and his little sweat wristbands on and he was just so precious. And he was on his mat next to me and he had this really incredible like Kothic personality, just very, very unctuous. And, and he was just like chilling. And he said, I'm gonna get into this practice and I see you now, but I'm not gonna see anybody else when I'm in it. I'm just gonna do me. And I never forgot that. I never forgot him. And I never knew his name, but I knew that was all I needed to hear from him at that moment. And it gave me so much confidence to know that no one's looking at you. 99% of the people in that class are not looking at you at all, period. Nope. Mm -mm. They're focusing on themselves. In the beginning, sure, they're going to look at everybody and see what kind of, if they don't know what the teacher's talking about, they're probably going to look up and look around and see who knows what they're doing and look at that person doing that pose and get into it. But for the most part, 99% of the time, no one's looking at you. They're looking inward. Yoga is a practice for themselves, especially if they've been practicing for a while, they're definitely not looking at you. So the other comment um, or the, another principle is fear. You know, we wanna, we wanna focus our energy on accepting this rising. And if we break fear down in that essence, we're rising above that which we are putting our own blockages against. We're creating a story. And when we create that story, we tend to kind of stay in the story. And so it's important for us to take this time to face those fears, to, you know, go into the studio, the studio environment to give you feeling included, feeling loved and appreciated. Because if you don't feel that way in one studio, then you will feel that way in another studio. And you will find the studio that is for you because you're gonna feel that sense of inclusivity. You're gonna feel that sense of community. You're gonna feel that sense of like, yeah, these are my people, right? And so, I mean, I've gone to probably every single yoga studio in New Orleans and of all of the yoga studios that I've been to, there's only one that I feel at home. And so, and I'm gonna put them down in the comments below. And so, you know, it's really important to find that home studio and then of course your home studio can even be in your own home with your favorite yoga teacher online whether it's me or it could be any yoga teacher that you resonate with okay and so really facing your fears and remembering that no one's looking at you and then also you know comment and let me know what are some fears you've had in going to yoga or 
feelings that have come up for you going to your first yoga class or a new studio or a new experience or a new yoga pop-up that came out? What is something that has been holding you back? Okay, share that with me. What is it? What is your challenge, right? And then let's find a way to show up for ourselves. This is the point number four. And showing up for ourselves is we bring our entire self. And this is where Baron Baptiste comes in and I can hear him in the back of my head, all heart in, all heart in, all heart in. We show up to our practice, all heart in, and we show up to ourself, all heart in. We have compassion for ourselves. We learn to love ourselves. We learn to take care and nurture. This is really important. This is really key because how we're showing up for ourselves is how we're showing up for ourselves on the mat and it's how we're showing up for ourselves in life. So if we're holding stuff back, then that means that we're putting, we're creating blockages, we're creating imbalances. And in Ayurveda, that really affects the digestive system, the digestive tract, and it, it really affects the physiology of the body. And so it's really important that we integrate and we infuse this awareness of showing up for ourselves, facing our fears, finding the studio that's inclusive, finding the right teacher, which is our next point, because this is going to give you the expansion that you need so that you can embody these wonderful benefits of yoga that you gave up on because of a bad experience, right? And we don't want that. So going into the fifth and final point is finding the right teacher. You're gonna go through a ton of teachers. You're gonna go through a ton of classes. Do not get discouraged. And on top of that, you're gonna go through a ton of styles of yoga. There's so many different yoga classes out there and lineages. You've got Ashtanga, you've got Jivamukti, Iyengar, um, Kundalini, um, Rajas, Jhana, Bhakti. You've got rocket yoga, power yoga, um, uh, uh, something, any yoga, uh, aerial yoga, um, pole yoga. You've got all kinds of stuff yoga. You've also got yoga for osteoarthritis, uh, uh, yoga for Parkinson's, yoga for dancers, yoga for lower back pain, yoga for inner healing. You've got yoga for everything out there. So really there's restorative yoga, yin yoga, and so on and so forth. So there's so many different styles of yoga. It can be overwhelming. So it's really important to ask yourself these questions that I'm gonna ask you, and I really want you to think about it because this is how you're gonna find your teacher, all right? And the first question is, get a pen and paper out because you're probably gonna to wanna to write these down and journal about this. You wanna think about it before you, before you take the investment. So slow down first, you're gonna do your yoga practice, we're gonna begin in the space that is pleasant and peaceful. And even if that's even, I mean, Maharishi Yoga Asanas are amazing for everybody, they're amazing. So think about inclusive yoga practices that will help you enliven the intelligence of your body by integrating a holistic overall Ayurveda system for the physiology. Number one question, what are your needs? What are your needs, all right? The second, what is your goal for practicing yoga? What is the overall goal? Are you trying to alleviate back pain? Are you trying to find inner peace, lower, reduce your stress? What, what is your goal with the yoga practice? Dive deep for that one. What style of yoga are you seeking? And is it a variety of yoga? So are you thinking about 
gentle yoga with a little bit of a power yoga flow here, maybe a little bit of movement, maybe a little more serenity flow. So kind of just kind of moving through the energy and seeing what works best for you. A kind of a balance is what we're looking for, all right? Or you could just do one style is fine too. And then think about like, what is the tone of voice that you're looking for? Are you looking for a teacher that has more of a, of a strong tone, firm tone, soft tone, soft spoken? What kind of voice are, resonates with you? Um, what kind of way you wanna be spoken to, right? And, and what do you wanna listen to? What is easy on the ears or helping you to get to the goal of your practice? And then lastly, do you want to practice at home? Do you want to practice online? Do you want to practice a combination of both? Do you want to practice outdoors in a yoga studio? How do you want to practice? Where do you want to show up for yourself and your energetic best friends if you're going to be in that type of an environment, knowing that you can also create that environment online as well? All right. So your life work is to journal about how you're going to show up for yourself and how you're going to um, give yoga another chance if if you steered away from it like Victoria has and are you willing to be open to a daily commitment of it maybe even if it's five minutes a day five minutes of yoga is better than no minutes of yoga all right so trying to figure out what's going to be the best for you and um, and then lastly uh, I just love to hear from you and if you have any questions I do have a yoga teacher training like I said the code for all of you watching this video is JBYF30 and that will give you 30% off of the entire yoga teacher training tuition at any level that you choose from the pay it forward tuition to the monthly payment tuition to the overall um, one-time full payment tuition all of them you are able to get 30% off of for yourself so utilize that for you you can get to self-paced yoga and ayurveda teacher training 200 hour approved with yoga alliance and i would be so honored to guide you along your journey and evolution through the development and integration of yoga in the medical field and healthcare so that if that's what you're looking for then that is the yoga teacher training that you can sign up for with me um aside from that follow us on instagram and facebook as well as on YouTube for free yoga classes that we post there and a library of yoga. Uh, we also have a membership that will be posted below for you to join us on our members page and also be open to quite a variety of classes that are from chair yoga to aqua yoga to gentle yoga, yin yoga, and all of the above, kind of just a little sampling of different styles of yoga to introduce you to this world and also some mini series on um, deeper variations and practices of yoga. So that's part of our um, membership package, which is $50 a month, and you can find that on our Teachable page. So I'll post all of that below. Um, feel free to join us anytime and I'll see you every Monday at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time on Instagram for our talk on yoga and everything yoga and lifestyle of well-being. And I will see you very soon. Namaste. Much love. Bye. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. 
I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.